In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Baden. I'm Dave. And this week we are reviewing BBC's The Night Manager. So, sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. Don't blame the pilot. Dive into fire. Woo! Did you have something you wanted to say? <laughs> um, not in particular. Oh, however, okay. ha- well, well. Uh, however, uh, the Oscars nomination list has been released. If Ooh. anyone, if, if anyone cares, uh, a couple of hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this, um, not maybe, and yeah, you know, because obviously we record this before. But yeah, um, <laughs> if if nobody gives a shit, just just for, you know, I I, w- I won't blame you if you want to you know move on to actual review. But we, we did this last year, funnily enough, and um, uh-huh. it's kind of fun to go into it once again. Um, most of the films I have not seen, okay, and um, or care to. <laughs> I think after I think after last last year, I think Parasite's probably been the only one that's won Best Picture, which I kind of went, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it's almost—they're almost a genre in themselves now, aren't they? Um, Oscar, Oscar films. films. Yeah. Yeah. It's to appease like a committee, it's bizarre as fuck when you think about it. I think after Moonlight beat La La Land, I kind of just went a bit like I can't be asked with this. Um, and in the manner it happened, it was really funny as well. Uh, so, I'm not saying that it wasn't deserving. It's just it was. Um, or because of the controversy of the year prior, where they didn't nominate anybody who wasn't white for anything. Isn't that oh, what right. happened? I think so. I can't remember. It was quite a while ago. And it's almost um, it's almost more offensive in itself, I don't know. It's like sort of Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Um so I like Moonlight though. I, I, I do, don't get me wrong. It, I thought it was a fine film. Like n- nothing wrong with it in particular. I just thought La La Land was just yeah. Amazing. Uh, anyways, uh, so best picture. Yeah. Um, l- l- let me know, David, if you know any of these. Uh, <laughs> so I'm so, guessing Don't Look Up's not there. <laughs> it actually is. No way. Go on. I fucking hope it does win because it seems to have annoyed so many people. Yeah. Um, so we've got Belfast. I like the look of that. It reminds me of Manchester by the Sea oh, type f- of crack. I fucking love Manchester by the Sea. I still need to see it actually. Oh, Coda, we've got Coda, whatever uh-huh. that, whatever that is. Not uh, d- drive my car. <laughs> Sound like a Beatles music or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, we've got Dune. I still haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I have, I have. Um, we've got King Richard, which Will Smith plays. I think to do with um, oh, the looks- tennis, the f- um, you know, the father of Serena and Venus Williams. Mm. It I looks think. good. It looks a lot like um, the Pursuit of Happiness. Have you seen that? Yes, it's that type of shtick, mm. isn't it? Um, yeah. We've got Licorice Pizza, which has kind of been doing the rounds a little bit and on social media. Because mm-hmm. what I've heard, because I haven't seen it, is that it's really, um, it's a great film until you realise the age difference between the two characters and it's a bit like, oh, that's a bit weird. Disturbing after yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you forget about the age difference, it's actually apparently fantastic. Apparently that's the controversy. I don't really know. I haven't seen it, the judge. Uh, right. We've got Nightmare Alley. Which is um, Del Toro, apparently. Okay. Um, the Power of Dog. <laughs> what the fuck are these? And um, West, that... Side St- w- West Side Story. Mm. Is The Power of a Dog an year 24 film? I don't know. Bet it is. Bet it is. <laughs> That's just an year 24 title. Give me a sec. 
go on. Yeah, and then and 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 West Side Story. The Power of the Dog, I believe. Of the Dog. Uh, you know what? I don't think it is. Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. So, yeah. You, I think you've got to realise there's not many films that come out anymore because of COVID. Yeah. So it's a like I think these past years have been extremely weak. I can't even remember who won Best Picture last last year. Mm. I don't know. Um, oh, was wasn't that that film with Anthony Hopkins? It was. Or, or was that? Just oh him no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Best he, he won Best Actor for that. Okay. Um. Yeah. So actor in the leading role, um, Andrew Garfield. T- tick tick boom. Surprisingly, has a lot of nominations here, which I'm mm. quite surprised by. Once again, I haven't seen it, but it just um, to me it looks like oh, a nice fun musical, mm. but nothing spectacular, nothing Oscar worthy, if you will. Um, but I might be wrong. I haven't seen it, so I can't really judge. But yeah, Andrew Garfield's in for that. Will Smith for King Richard. Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth, which is an A4, whatever it's called. A24. And, um, A24. Yeah. And um, Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos. Um, yeah. And then um, for actress Kristen Stewart and Spencer, which apparently she's fantastic in, but the film's pretty flawed, I've heard, mm-hmm. down the grapevine. And Nicole Kidman. Uh, Penelope Cruz, uh, Olivia Coleman, who just gets nominated for everything now because she's pretty fantastic, and then Jessica mm. Chastain um, for films we do not know anything about. And um, yeah, well, West Side Story, which I'm quite glad has got a few in here, which is good. I'm actually more best director. Is yeah, West Side Story best director. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Kenneth Branagh apparently wrote Belfast and directed it as well, so that's his shtick. Um, I can't. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the guy drive my car. And the power of dog is in there for best directing. Mm. Um, as you could imagine, for best music, original song um, does not have. Um, we don't talk about Bruno from Encanto. Okay. Surprisingly, if anyone cares, once again. Did, um, did the um, <clears throat> did they write a new song for West Side Story? No. Ah, oh, thank God. It was it was all it was all done by the book, which I was really surprised by. They didn't even change the orchestration. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Anything you want to say in that, David, or should we just move on? <laughs> <laughs> I think I said the same thing last year. I was just like, "Yep, yeah, cool, right." It's we get it. Not ready for it, man. The Brits are tonight as well. The Brit Awards, if uh, for anybody, oh, they? Brit, which is like our version of the Grammys, except yeah. nobody cares anymore. Nobody has done for a good decade. I no. remember we made a pact that we would watch it every year, and I think that was in like two thousand and nine or something. Hmm. Yeah, couldn't care less. Well, I, 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 I might still watch it, but the Winter Olympics I, I, are on as well, and there's so much good TV. And so the, yeah, I mean the, the the thing is, I I feel like art would progress better if people didn't care about awards as much. Well, here's the thing: I don't, I don't think. Many people do. It's a surface level, you know, it's like surface level music, isn't it? It's sort of, and then, you know, same with film, same with any source of entertainment, you know, and like, and it's for the masses. And as long as other stuff still gets made and gets put out, that's all that matters. It's there. It's there if you want it. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess the Oscars are good for smaller films that can get a bit of a, a push for people to go and see them. So yeah. Parasite did well for winning the Oscars. You know, um, and in a way, the pandemic might be, you know, a good thing for 
those films to actually get a bit of traction. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Should we crack on? Yeah, man. It's one. Of, it's it's going to be one of those episodes. I do apologise, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> once again, I, I feel like our... Um, before before we jump into this, I I feel like you mentioned this before. I feel like the actual like the style of the show and like the energy of the show kind of dictates how the podcast is going to be. Well, you say that, but if if I was forty years old and bored and I just was a bit of a daydreamer and thinking like I'd probably I'd probably be like that. Gobble, love it. I would have loved well, it. Well, well, okay. So the night manager. <laughs> Are you talking about the night manager or something yes. else, David? Who knows? The night manager. Um, the night okay, manager. The, the, the night manager. A night manager of a Cairo hotel is recruited to infiltrate an arms dealer, dealers in a circle. So it's um, John Lee Carr, who did Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, for anyone who's not aware, yep. who who pretty much coined the term like mole, which actually does get used by MI5 and it's it's all over the place. So he's, he's quite influential in the spy genre. Um, yeah. So sorry, carry on, David. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, I think we've kind of said it a few times, really, but the uh, I don't know, man. Just BBC. It's I, I guess it's good that stuff like this gets made, but but uh, I was going to say who's it for, but it was quite popular when it came out. My mum showed me this when it came out, so that kind of says it all. <laughs> Um, I think, well, f- f- interestingly enough, this got quite a lot of votes for us to do it because, um, okay, I've got it here. So the, the this got posted on the subreddit. Once again, I'm going to just quickly plug that. Uh, so on our on our subreddit, which is um, DBTP podcast. Um, yes, I think the username is but, but, but bits or something like that. And um, he or she kind of did like, you know, kind of said, oh, how about you do these three? It's like Bridgerton this and then the OA for, for the laugh because obviously I you know I got mixed up with Ozark last yeah. week but the um, and, and, and I thought everyone was going to go for Bridgerton because mm-hmm. at least that would have a bit of spice to it yeah um, but no a lot of people were <laughs> I'm not going to lie big... I, I voted for the OA and I was the only one that did <laughs> <laughs> just just to really fuck me off no I thought oh, I actually kind of wanted to watch it yeah. so uh, uh, yeah so, so this one mm-hmm. and yeah. And then you told me, and I went, what the fuck's the night manager? <laughs> I was like, what? Well, I've never um, I've never heard I, of it. And I, then I, I, I'd never heard of it. And either. then I put it yeah. on, and I was like, oh my God, I have seen this. Wow. I have seen this. Um, and I enjoyed it more than the first time. I just, there was just no convince me the first time around. I think I watched it halfway through or something. And I was, you, no. it, it's, it's obviously not as bad, but would you put it in like the same realm as like the line of duty? Like that type of audience. Hmm. It's better than that. It it, it is. Don't get me wrong, but I'm, you know, it's it's <clears> that <throat> it's that crack, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like our parents go like, oh, it's meant this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, I do like things happening on the sidelines of like world events and stuff like that. I think that's kind of so. It all mm. happens. Um, well, it begins, doesn't it? When um, Egypt's having like it's sort of revolution and i, I don't want to yeah. i don't, don't want to pretend that i know a lot about it i'm not gonna lie it only occurred well, it only it only occurred to me I, that people are even fucking egyptian in the world 
when I was watching this. I was like, right. oh my God, I, we have Egyptians. Yeah, I, I think John Lee, I, I'm assuming, I don't know, I'm, I'm doing my research, but I, I, I'm assuming this is quite from like an old book or something. Okay. And I, I think, you know, because Egypt in the past decade has been through quite a lot of, you know, like coups and, you know, revolutions and stuff like that. So I, I'm assuming they applied it to this. Uh-huh time period i think it's just one of them you just switch it out type of thing with whatever but there might have been i don't know when it was written but it might be one of those things that was written in the 60s you know oh, okay and something like that but um yes so it's essentially it's about um a guy who works at a hotel as a night manager obviously and um it's it's during uh I, I guess a revolution or civil war i'm not entirely sure but i guess it's not really that important but um essentially just gets wrapped up in an arms trade deal in Egypt, them, that would co- in Egypt that would that um, would cause disrupt to the people that have just overthrown the government. Y- yes, it but was, it's it's set up. Then Hugh Laurie's in this set up, in, and he's kind of portrayed as this like philanthropist billionaire who, which I think was quite clever actually. You know, it was kind of a press conference, and he comes across as someone like a Richard Branson, someone who you think's really charming, and you know who cares about you and stuff like that. That type of person. But then you find out later on that he's an absolute wild. <laughs> you find out he's just like Richard Branson. That you find out, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's actually perfect one, one for one. A bit like <laughs> Jeff Bezos as well. It's that type of shtick. Yeah. Um, but Bezos is really bad at hiding his his um, evilness in front of the camera. It's probably why he never does it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he doesn't need to. I mean, we're, we're lucky. He's that we're, rich. He's that rich, isn't he? Just we're, 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 we're lucky that he's civil at all, to be honest. <laughs> he's Lex Luthor, isn't he? He's a fucking um, villain. He's a wrong. I, 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 I always find it funny that he's um, he's actually richer than Lex Luthor. And bear in mind that Lex Luthor <laughs> in the comics was always made to be stupidly rich, and people would always criticize like, "There's nobody that could have that much money." But you think, "Oh, it's comic books." I, I think Jeff Bezos has about like six times more than Lex Luthor, a fictional character who was had deliberately the most amount of money in the world. <laughs> so he's actually scarier than Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Because if Superman's trying to save the world, right, mm-hmm. he could just blow it up. Yeah. Anyways, so um, the night manager. Uh, yes, so we've got, we've got Tom Hilderson in this. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's your thoughts on, on him? I and I, I, I get, I'm not necessarily Tom Wilson, but the, the character he's playing, or if if you want to, you know, whinge about something. I I, I I thought he was fine in this. Historically, I don't like him. No, I don't want to say I don't like him. It's just he seems he seems like a well, you know, like he seems like a nice guy. Um, and I I thought he was good in uh, this. I don't really fucking get Loki and the love for Loki. I never have. Uh, well, the, the 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 Disney Plus series is really good. Yeah, so I've heard. I know because um, I was in the same boat until I watched that. Yeah, but um, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Maybe did he did he take the role because of like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy maybe or something like and like you said, same author maybe. I'm surprised he. Did it, but then there's sometimes the surprise you don't know with some BBC dramas and they get like pretty successful actors and stuff in the roles. Um, it's got a bit of prestige to it. It's that type of story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but ironically, you know, like you say things go through like a, like Marvel, anything goes through like a certain blender in a way it's like, 
edited and it like kind of all flows and the BBC stuff's all the same as well so you can it always is, tell you can always tell it's a BBC show it's it, it it's lacking a bit of um you know I, I think the filmmaking kind of does does the job same with the actors actually mm-hmm. you know what I mean it, it gets the job done it's one of them type mm. of things like there's nothing you can really pick at in terms of the production value or anything like that but there's but nothing it's, that it's, stands out either. No, it's it, it's lack it's lacking that that director to just give it that bit of something. I can't think of a breakthrough writer or um, not off the top of my head or like a director that came from um, BBC. Whereas I can think of a handful that come from Channel Four, for example. You know. Yeah, um, I guess going back to what the audience of this is, it's it's more for like our parents, isn't it? Yeah. And 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 they're not as hipster as we are when it comes to like high flute and you know cinematography and like directing and doing making clever choices in that sense. It is just it's just do it gets the job done. <laughs> making you know? clever choices, <laughs> but yeah, okay, I know what you mean. You, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, yeah, so you know and. I, th- I think Hugh, I think Hugh Laurie's spot on. Um, t- Tom Hiddleston, for instance, I I can imagine somebody doing a better job, but I can't really think who at the top of my head. I, I can imagine like a is it Clive Owen? Am I getting that wrong? Yeah, Clive Owen. Yeah, Clive Owen. I can imagine him maybe, but that's just off the top of my head. But Thomas, it doesn't quite match the. He's obviously well experienced in the army and stuff like that, and I'm assuming he's been working in the hospitality for. I don't know, a long time to be like a night manager or to, to some. To be fair though, like he does the night manager role really well. I think he suits that. It's more like it's more like the Bond desk. Funny enough, um, I, yeah. I think a lot of people put him in to be Bond after seeing this, which I read up. Mm. This is like the film that everyone thought, um, you know, should be Bond for. Funnily enough, though, um, you know the woman in this, the the blonde haired who's like Hugh Laurie's yep. girl or something somewhere there. She's in Tenet, uh. and. Um, she plays pretty much the same character. Really? So Christopher Nolan probably saw this. You, know, I can, you can imagine Christopher Nolan watching this and going like, right, I'll make, I'll, I'll make a better version of this. And um, <laughs> with ease, because I'm Christopher Nolan. And um, yeah, he just cast her as the same role. So she's been typecast as like, you know, this kind of mistress for like a billionaire type mm. of thing who's trying to take over the world. You know, some silly Bond kind of shtick type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <coughs> she might get away with it because nobody can understand what she says in tennis. Nobody can understand any nobody of them. Anyone. <laughs> so yeah, as great as he is, that man. He really, he really fucked up there. Didn't is he? Uh, <laughs> and, and and I'm like his biggest fan as well. His, um, his audio team need to sort their crack out. I'll tell you. It was one of those things. Like I remember seeing a lot of like um, video essays of people talking about us, and they were saying like if it was any other film, people would go like, well, yeah, they just cocked up the sound design. But it's like it's Christopher Nolan. It's like it's like well, why has he done this? He, he obviously hasn't. You know, he, he doesn't cock up stuff like this. No, but I disagree. It does. I, I've always like for as long as you've shown me. I think anything after Memento, I've always kind of been like, uh, what? What? Apart from Interstellar, that was easy to, uh, that was great. But, um, well, they were in the vacuum of space, weren't they? Like, it's pretty quiet. Ironically, um, yeah, maybe, maybe there. (laughs) But, (laughs) um, I, I, I can understand where he uses it though, because there's certain moments which it's quite cool to do that. Mm. Because a lot of times it doesn't matter what the people are saying, it's like, what's happening? 
type of thing. So I, I get it in that sense, but there's times when there's like massive, you know, exposition dumps. Yeah. And it's like, it'd be nice to understand mm-hmm. um, that. Anyways, I don't know what's that got to do with the night manager, but there's, um, yeah. It's because so, we're just realistically, it's just one, because <laughs> it's just, let's address the elephant in the room. It's just one of them where you want to talk about anything else other than this. <laughs> But I I really didn't hear it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying no, that. I'm not no. saying that. It's just it 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 did keep my interest. So it's like it's almost like shame to um the uh the plot of it's good. So obviously the book's good. The writer, the original author's good. The source material is. I I agree. Good, yeah. I I I can imagine if this was given to someone like a good director with a proper vision for this, this would be class. Hmm. Um, I just think it's lacking in that department, and obviously the actors are quite serviceable. But I, I, I don't. Th- but I can imagine the actors being way better if it was, a, a, you know, a visionary director, or someone just with a bit of balls, and it not being not being BBC. Okay, who would you have as a billionaire? Gary Oldman. Oh no, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with the casting. Ah, uh, yeah. But Gary Oldman would be good because he he's he played the main character in um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, that's what was. That's what I mean. Like I'm comparing it to that because to be fair with you, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is is quite a, a tough watch to get through. Mm. However, the filmmaking is really, really good. Yeah, it is. And um, and the acting is another level. And the way the dialogue kind of is really cool. Even a lot of times you can't, sometimes difficult for people who don't know. In that film, it's all spies talking to each other, so they're all speaking in like riddles almost, and they've mm. got different terminology for everything. It's like they say, um, "There's a mole at the top of the circus," which just means there's there's a foreign agent, a Russian agent who's working in M- MI5 secretly undercover. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So they speak in that language, and there's something really cool about it. However, it's quite difficult to understand because they're doing that, and they're all trying to like one up each other and not show any sign that they're giving away the game. It, so it's cool in that sense. Mm. So I kind of wish there was there is that's what I mean. Like the, the source material kind of enables that. Mm-hmm. And there was there is some really like you know there is those moments when that happens. I just think it could have been executed more mm-hmm. from like a directing point of view. Yeah, um, it's sort of almost like um, the bargain. The the soundtrack as well, like the scores, like bargain bin, whatever they had left. Yeah, yeah, just knocking about from other shows, you know. Bit of like, you know. So is this one of those things? Do you think that the source material is fantastic? It just didn't hit its potential with what what they were given. Yeah, it could be, but but, you know, it's public funded, probably budget. You know, funny funny enough though. Well, yeah, yeah, but there's stuff like Peaky Blinders, which has a, a clear vision. So the Sherlock, you, you can whinge all, all you want about Sherlock, but mm. it has a really clear vision mm-hmm. of what it wants to be. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's like I saw, um, I think I mentioned it the other week, but like I saw West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I remember thinking like, well, the source material is quite limited to what Spielberg could do with this. Mm-hmm. And he's literally done the best he could do with what he was given for the source material. Mm-hmm. This is the complete opposite. <laughs> Yeah, it's elevated, like it, it went downhill from where it started. But yeah, it's still... like the source material is class. And the di- the dialogue's really good. I've, I've, it's actually, it's actually, um... oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But it, like, 
it's one of those things where it's like the dialogue's good, but it just n- nothing else is. I don't know. But then it's I, I don't know. I think I might be trying to shit there. No, I think, sure I, I, th- but um, I, th- I think you've described the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that's just like. But yeah. you know, like I said, I think it's just just BBC crack. You know, like who who watches BBC these days? You know, I, th- I think it was just. Um, when does it come out? 2016, so maybe I might be wrong in that. But you know, this is for a, a certain audience. Do you remember? You know, those things that come out on ITV. Hmm. Where it's just, you know, oh, and, 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 you always, and you always hear, you always see people at the water cooler going, "Oh, it's amazing that," mm. and you go, "Okay." And it's something like called Victoria with yeah. that, that that girl from um, with that woman from uh, Doctor Who, <coughs> Clara. Yeah, Clara Oswald, and um, you and then you watch it and you're like, "Well, that was that, that was bang average, wasn't it?" But everyone just bu- absolutely buzz off. Yeah, but I mean, but, come on, this is better than that as well. It is. This the source material is good. <laughs> Yeah, it fit, um, it fits somewhere. It fits somewhere. I just can't like in the hierarchy of like British television. Here's some for you. Go on. Do you think if this didn't have a good source material on it, it would just be line of duty standard? Hmm. Mm. <sighs> Sorry, I was having a sip of water. Um. Uh, tell. All right, cool. Bit of ASMR, or whatever it's called. Um. Uh, no, no, it's that's so hard to say. Because like, what, what without the? Are you saying like the same plot and everything, but uh, it wasn't a book, Briar? No, I just meant if it, if this had like. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I'm, it's hard to explain. I mean, because I'm saying the we're saying the source material is really good. Mm-hmm. Line of Duty isn't. Yeah. What if they both had like equal source material? It would, it would be kind of a similar similar standard and the, of that crack of you know our parents liking it. No, because this is this is actually it is actually made better than that first episode of Line of Duty. I remember spotting loads of issues with the first. Um, episode of Line Duty, for example, like filming cars going through London, you can blatantly see, I mean, blatantly see the uh, the camera car to the side with the camera popping oh, out. Really? Really? I can't, I can't remember. I spotted it a few times. I was like, fuck me. How are you getting away with that? <laughs> like, why? Why is that I th- allowed? I, I, I think and I'm easily, I think I'm easily immersed in, in films, you know, like I, I, I never notice any of these like problems with stuff. Um, there's bits in this. Uh, there was oh, there was a very noticeable line of ADR, which was a uh, really unnecessary. You know, like kind of given too much right. to the audience. For example, uh, well, the example actually is um, you know uh, the lady that has the original arms deal, like invoices and all that, whatever, yeah. right? Um, and she's talking to. Tom Hilson's like, oh, you know, like, will you protect me? Or like, will you come with me? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the line exactly. And like, they do a close up on the hands and it's already then established, like, he's going to do it, right? He's going to do the right thing. You know, yeah, like, like, and you, it's like, you, I've you got your kinda, back. You can, can kind of grasp it. And, yeah. then, and then as that shot happens, you just hear an ever so slightly different tonality. Of course mm-hmm. I will. And I went, I just went, why the fuck did you put that in? That's so stupid. They should have just cut away, like, you get it. I got it, like, and I'm not that smart, right? Like, I'm just, I got it straight away, you know? 
you can see you can see you go through the effort to set up that shot right so I don't know there must have been it felt very like hummy and harry like just last minute being like oh don't put it in do it not fuck 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 um I'll just put it in you but know? then but then y- you know that he's gonna do something because then that's kind of the point of it mm-hmm. if you know what I mean and uh you know and then the next scene could I think the next scene does show that he's gonna do something so you don't need that bit of dialogue anyways mm-hmm. um so I don't know what that I don't know what that's about um don't know not taking chances I think playing it uh safe but but <laughs> going back to Nolan though uh-huh. In a negative way, right. I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of shows like don't respect the audience a little bit with these little choices. Uh-huh. But Nolan respects us too much, and thinks we're all flipping geniuses. Yeah, but we're not, and we can't understand anything, and the, di- <laughs> and the, and the um, dialogues, you know, <laughs> unaudible. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, not to mention that even if we could understand it, we wouldn't know what was going on anyway. Yeah, he's, so he's off. so he's trying to make us understand pretty much time travel, but inversion time travel with a multi-layered story, spy-driven story, um, with no dialogue. You've got to get it visually. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's you can't justify Tenet. You just I don't can't. think you can. I, I still enjoyed it, though. Mm. You, you you would. Oh, my God. Hey, right. Don't, Have you seen this? Don't be don't be like that with me, Mr. Corn Brothers here, right? Like, don't be <laughs> just like... Don't be like that with me. I don't hate Christopher Nolan. I know you don't. Like, have you seen Tennis? No. Well, what the fuck are you on about, then? You need to say yes. <laughs> For fuck's sake. You can't be having a go with me. Hey. I bet you watch it and go like, hey, oh, hey... It's actually all right, isn't it? There's a lot. There's a lot I didn't get, but I, I enjoyed the ride. Yeah, I should. Um, I should remix it. <laughs> people have people have done that. Have they? Well, um, what's yeah. the point? It's probably be better than mine anyway. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, but I, I don't know. It, but then it's unfair to compare this to an ITV drama. But it's very unfair to. Un- compare it to a Christopher Nolan movie as well it, it, it is I, I, I th- I, no you're right um, um, but I I liked all the locations I guess you know and yeah. the um, it's quite a dramatic lifestyle for a night manager I've got to say like I um, uh, I've never been I've never been a night manager but I've done the hotel night watch thing for a job and but it was but it wasn't in Cairo during a revolution on, honestly 90% of it is just um, and I was thinking this funny you know when um, the Egyptian lady she goes back into her uh, she gets back into her room because she's not happy yeah. that she's not going to port to England and I just I was like giggling to myself because I was just picturing like in reality, you know, like there's nothing stopping another customer coming, like another guest coming down and be like, "Excuse me, my room's very cold. I want help." And like, please, where my towels haven't been changed and all this. And I just thought, like, that's cause this, that's, that's this, really what it's like. I'm not. I, I hate to break it to you, but I've I've done it. <laughs> and this could have easily turned quite silly, couldn't it? If they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so like, she's saying like. Come to my come to my room now. It's important documents. 
you have to come now. And he's like, he's like rushing. And then like this old lady goes, like, oh, sorry, sir. Oh, I've shit the bed or something. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh, sorry, s- s- sorry, mama. I- I- I'll be with you in a second. No, no, it's urgent. It's urgent, seriously. I've shit the bed. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, I don't know if anybody would be quite, quite that blunt. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, maybe. Maybe. Um, but no, 90% of it is people asking for radiators. Um, yeah. And I, and I, and I worked in the, uh, the Alps where he is later. Right, right, yeah. 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 Um, but having said that, right, so the first week I was there... Mm-hmm. Was before the resort opened. It was um, like Chamonix in France, um, and I just offered to work on the bar for free because I never had bar experience. I thought it might have been helpful later in life. I guess it right. kind of was. What maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. I did that, and um, the lady who actually owned the hotel came in with this really sketchy American dude. You know, like he had, he had money, he had money. I mean, God, he was flinging euros at me for nothing, and just the way. Sort and I was thinking, this guy's killed people, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And it, 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 it did kind of bring a lot of those memories back for me. And I was thinking, God, what if I went about that whole thing different? What if I put my nose in just a little bit too far? I could have been on the run this whole time for the last ten years or something. You know, mm-hmm. like just, oh, I just could have had like. So my life could have been very different if I just made a different choice that night. Funnily enough, and then it made me think of like the situation <laughs> where it's like, um, oh, what's her name? Olivia Coleman. Mm, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. When she uh, goes over and she's like, like, why did you get involved? So well, you know, um, an Englishman selling arms and all that just felt like the right thing to do. Like I felt like I had to get involved anybody would get involved just like no they wouldn't and i can back her up they wouldn't because <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't have <laughs> interesting i was going to bring that up mm. so yeah maybe that's the problem with the show the fact that it is a tv show mm-hmm. but judging it based off the pilot I, I didn't think there was a strong reason for him to to do any of this i'm sure there i'm sure there is in later episodes mm. but in this you know i, I kind of would have like you said there, like that would be a nice, not necessarily on the run, but you know, crap idea off the top of my head. It could be something like he used to be like an MI5 agent or something, mm. and then he thought like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that all up and just go a bit incognito I, and just enjoy. I, it. And then he gets wrapped up in this. I really thought that was the case until the end. That's what I thought. Yeah, and because um, there's a there's a point when he's on the phone with the British Embassy and he saw. In trying with the British Embassy. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, or it, you know, it might, it, you know, maybe this has like parallels to the reason why he, he quit being a, a field agent in the first place. You know, like so, something to connect us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is maybe like a bit of a redemption him doing this because it, it is a bit. It's a bit crap him just going like oh, I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's so like, he's, ah, it's, it's, be, it's enough, purely it? on a strong sense of justice. Yeah, I know. which which is wrong. And to be fair, the, to be fair to the show, there probably is a, a very good reason for all this, but it just would have been nice to have had it in the pilot because you kind of want to get connected to this character a bit more. Well, his motive is um, is all explained in the end, isn't it? Like, oh, you've been you did two twos in Iraq and you've seen. What these weapons do that's, to people. That's still not good enough. It's not 
compelling for a story. It's like compelling in the real world, but like yeah, but you know, the story's got to kind of feed through him. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's got to, yeah. So I just I just didn't think it was good enough. No. But like I said, it's probably it's probably a good, a good motive down the line. And then you get, that gets revealed, so you know it's 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 the classic pilot case, isn't it? It's where you can't really can't really judge the whole thing, really, which is kind of the point of the show. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, no, but the the idea that um, so she gets killed from due to his actions, you know, but it's like hmm? one person dying to save a lot of other people. Yeah. Um. Then years later. He's moved to hotels or something. I'm guessing he does seasonal work, whatever. He's been around. And um, the it just so happens that the uh, Hugh Laurie billionaire guy rocks up at this place that he's working. Mm. He finally gets to meet him and he's shitting himself because yeah. he knows that this guy's like one of the most evil men in the world, basically, <laughs> in the background. Just think Jeff Bezos, but like, you know, not as evil. Jeffrey Bit. Imagine if you worked at TGI Fridays writing for some re- like this. This the level of ridiculousness in it that, and then somehow, um, you witnessed him doing a, an arms deal, right in there, because who would think to check there? And you go, oh my god, this is nuts. Oh no, I need to get out of here. And then so yeah. you're um. You work in a travel lodge for four years and try and forget all about it. And then it just so happens that out of the blue, Jeff Bezos comes to that fucking travel lodge again. And it was with, him all along. With Elon Musk and a few other random people. And they're just doing... With, with, with Mark Zuckerberg throwing him for good measure. Yeah. And you probably would. Yeah, you probably would vomit. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah but, but you don't be scarier though if it was the three of them yeah. in, in like a quiet room. Mm. And you're just, you know, you're, you're doing your duties, giving them champagne. And yeah. then Mark Zuckerberg sits down and says, so yeah, so, so you know, I, I, as I told you last week, obviously we, we're going to try and kill off half the population with this new meta initiative. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you guys, and they just start speaking like this and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, and then, and you drop a glass of champagne, you know, because you're freaked out. And you're like, oh shit, sorry. And, and then Mark, Mark just turns to you and says like, you know, like, oh, it's okay. I don't mind your eavesdropping. Nobody would believe you. It would be your duty to whack them, glass them all, wouldn't it? With the big glass vase. You'd Just have kill to, them all. You'd have and then to. You, get, you get arrested and you go, like, yeah, life in prison. But, yeah. yeah. You know. Have you got anything to say? You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 I'd double down on it, wouldn't you? Like, you know, the police are coming in and all that. I'd be like, I'd be just eating um, Zuckerberg's brain. Go, <laughs> just go, just go full fucking nuts. Yeah, just cut but, it um, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I did it. And I'll do it again. <laughs> There's no like button for this. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Um, <laughs> it's gone a bit off the rails, this. Uh, <laughs> So, but, 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 but yeah, um, just it's. I keep wanting to compare this to Casino Royale, unfor- unfairly. Okay. Yeah, because I'm judging something really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it 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 kind of 
it exists as a result of these things being successful in the past, right? It still fits that kind of, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, would maybe this is? I think it might be a nitpick, but you, you know, when he when he finds her dead, yeah, would you react like that? Yeah, why mm. not? What? How do you think you would react? Would you just run back out the room or what? I think he'd be in a bit more shock. But then, if you're if you're a soldier as well, he's an ex-soldier, so he's, uh, I'm. I'll let him off and say he was like he can be slightly desensitized to it. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, but I, I, I was, you know, in, in my mind, I keep thinking of him as like an MI five agent. Mm. That would that would be cooler, wouldn't it? And um, yeah, and, and he, he just doesn't get revealed. It's just like the way he like reacts to the body is just very just like like Bond would, just like nothing. Or like you know, he, there's something there, like in Casino Royale. Yeah. Like he he does have emotions, but like he has to get the he has to get the job done. I know. I know. But he, I know. I know. I'm comparing some. But he, but he is li- he is literally a night manager and not an MI5 agent. Yeah. No, you're right. So. Um, so. But. Uh, you know one thing I really didn't fucking like as well, uh, okay. which was maybe a guy going, I'm going to show my creativity here. Oh, a lady, actually, sorry, it was directed by a lady. Um, and uh, I didn't like the kind of... It's not really a flashback because it didn't happen, but the memory of the girl who died in the hotel. And, like, you know, when he's, like, thinking of her and she's sort of like a yeah. ghost. And I was like, yeah, bloody hell. Where's that from? The bill. Line of duty. <laughs> I didn't like that. I'm not going to lie. That kind of threw me out of a bit. Just... Yeah. It's very 2006. <sighs> never mind 2016. It, it feels it feels like that, doesn't it? Um, but... Yeah. Oh, God. What, have you got anything else to say on this? I've completely run out. I'd rather talk about billionaires. For a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's fun, isn't it? Well, um, funny enough, I'm sure everybody's aware. Right, I don't really have. Well, I suppose I have a little bit of an agenda on this because I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it. But um, this is more to do with Neil Young than anybody. Neil Young's the only person I'm okay. annoyed with in this whole scenario. You know the whole th- um, Spotify thing. Yeah, the world, the right, world, right, the yeah. world is not happy with Joe Rogan right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the media's not anyway. And um and rightfully so, you know, given you know, like stuff that he said in the past and all that. It like and like I know he's a free agent and all that, but he does have responsibility of what he says. And he you know, a lot of people listen to him. That's fair yeah, enough, right? A lot, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, they do. But Neil Young being like, right, I don't really like your opinions. So I'm going to take my music off Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the aftermath of that, he um, signed an exclusive album deal with Amazon Music. And his, right. and his, bit, his yeah. statement was, it's nice to work with people who actually care right. about, like, fucking, the, you know, like, about people's decisions and freedom. And, all. and I was like, are you fucking mad? Neil Young, are you fucking mad? J- like, j- just well, I, I've got, I've got, I've got two things to say on it. F- f- first of all, the do you see what James Blunt did in this whole situation? Uh, didn't he threaten to leave his music on or something? He threatened uh, to put new music on, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was really funny. Um, but the, 
<laughs> I, 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 I'm a big fan of James Blunt. Me too. And, and, and not his music, but just him as a person. Yeah, me brilliant. too. The, the, um, but the second point is, is it's this whole, like, just for me to have a slight rant, mm-hmm. it's this whole... Oh, I don't even know where to begin with this. So, you know... You know how, like, um, the de- I guess the same in this country, but the, like the Democrats and the Republicans. So the Republicans are like almost objectively, you know, twats. Let's just say, and I'm overgeneralizing here, but the, but the, de- the Democrats are pretty much the same. But they've got like hashtag whatever some social justice type of thing. Mm-hmm. So they're both bad, but one of them masks itself is, you know, good. Yeah. type of thing okay yeah. so when it comes to this whole like neil young thing with spotify it's it's kind of annoying because you know he, he's right about the whole joe rogan thing I, I think it's a bit too far to take your music but you know who, who listens to neil young anyways but they you know who, but the idea behind it it's a you know which is fine you know he's fine to take his music off i, I have kind of no issue F- fair play to him for like taking a stand type of thing yeah but then to go on to um amazon which is I might be wrong here, but I, I think the amount of workers who have been put through absolute hell, but stuff you don't really hear about, you know, like the whole pissing in the bottles, for instance. Yeah. Yep. The, 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 that doesn't get brought up as much because it's not as dramatic as something like um, COVID, COVID vaccinations. Yeah. They're both, they're both like bad things. Not the vaccine, the vaccine's good, but you know, they're both like... Um, they're both very important, but the Amazon worker things, people just say, oh, what's a job, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, you you and I know how, how absolute shite we've been through certain jobs. Mm-hmm. But imagine if that's all you've got and you, 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 you pretty much work to the bone just to put, you know, food on the plate. Yeah. Type of food on the plate, food on the table type of thing. And you, you, you've done all that and you're working for pretty much a company which is just going to take over, to, you know, they develop these mad drones and stuff like that. And then, you know, they're responsible for just a lot of just, you know, like crushing unions and stuff like that. Then you happen to go on that and say, oh, I'm glad to do it for a country that, ha-, you know, because at the end of the day, the, the, Amazon from a pure, pure public speaking point of view is completely sound. Like they sell the right things. Yeah. You know, well, they do. It's why they're successful. Everyone uses them. You know, they they use the right hashtags. And, yeah, it's a fan, it's know. a fantastic business product. Like it's a fantastic it is, thing for the it consumer. Is, it is. It, it's brilliant, no, it, and that's why it's can't the deny thing. that you, you can't no, and it's why it's it's why it's so popular because it's and culturally it's they, they say all the right things and you know stuff like but, that. But when it comes down to you know workers' rights and stuff like that, absolutely mm. shite. But you got to realize Spotify didn't actually. So if I kind of condoned all this, this just happens to be somebody on their platform. Mm-hmm. That's the, don't get me wrong, like Spotify, you know, and it's wrong. Like I said, it's, it's fine for him to make a stand on that. There's mm-hmm. no problem with that. But then they go on Amazon and say, is taking the piss, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, well, it, the um, taking the moral high ground by signing a deal with Amazon is mental. Yeah. It like, but then there's, there's, you know, my cynical brain kicks in and says he he did that for publicity. I, um, possibly, he did he did sell a lot of his music rights recently, so it is po- mm. it is possible, but um, I don't want to say that for sure because his- historically. 
he's be, like very sound-minded, very liberal person, Neil Young. I think it's just he's old and he just doesn't know the full story. Mm-hmm. I would guess, you know. Yeah. Um, anything else is hearsay, isn't it, to conclude really from that? But the um, just blindness to the situation, I think. And um, the, another thing is like, I, I can't believe I'm defending Spotify in a way because like I'm a mu- like I'm a musician and I've got music on Spotify and you know like it cost me more money to put, keep my music on there than what I make from it right, right. <laughs> if you know what I mean but um but to think that because Joe Rogan like people are complaining at Spotify because there's you've got something uncensored <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like you've just got somebody saying whatever they want and um, it's like people are pushing for censorship. It's weird. And I, I know that kind of makes me sound a little bit right wing in, in the way I'm saying that. But mm. do, do you think, do you not think that's kind of frightening that it's not even, it's not even the like the powers above that are doing it now. It's the people that kind of want to silence somebody. And don't get me wrong, like... I hope he doesn't go away. I just hope things change. Maybe he gets people from other sides because, like, since the pandemic hit, like, it, it, it his whole things became very one-sided, you know? Like, um, the political ground that he stands on has been very one-sided, you know? And, like, some of the people he's had on, man, my God, they're fucking absolute gammon, wet wipes, horrible people, you know? But it's put but it's put off some of the good guests going on. Funny enough that, uh, you know, initially when the whole when it was just the COVID thing, right? The Rock put a, uh, <laughs> put a statement out. <laughs> the Rock put a statement out saying, oh, you know, you'll get through it, buddy. I can't wait to come on your show one day. And then about half an hour later, somebody put a video up of uh, Joe Rogan saying the N-word 10 times on his podcast. And then the Rock had to go, oh, I wasn't aware of this shit. <laughs> Cause he's getting, and then like, he was going, oh, maybe I won't come. And then it went, went well look at you've been anti-trans and stuff when you were in wrestling and all this and then howard oh, stern right. and then uh, howard stern the, came in and oh, was like bring howard stern into yeah and he Christ. was like he was like this whole thing's a joke and all this and then they're like well you've said all this it's just fucking bottle. you can't it, put it, the genie back in the bottle now it's gone mad it, 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 it reminds me of like smiling friends when they're um they're, they're like a halloween party yeah and I think Charlie just goes like, well, you, know, what, what, you know, they say to me, like, well, why aren't you dressing up? And it's just like, well, I don't know what's going to be offensive in um, 10 years time. So yeah, I'm just like, like nah, not I'm not going to dress up. I'm not going to get involved. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm uh, not going to risk it. And um, don't get me wrong. There's there's one particular thing Joe Rogan said. I'm, I mean, you, you'll all, I'm sure if you even give a fuck, you'll know already. There's one, the, one of the bits is a bit a bit brutal. But he he seemed to make a genuine apology about it. And it really is such a small team considering the size of it. And it was, it was inevitable. I think that this was going to happen considering there's thousands of hours of them talking thousands, you know? Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, (coughs) anyway, the fact that, like, whatever he says 
and Spotify just let them go. That was always the deal. They said they made that clear at the start. We're yeah. just going to let them go. And um, I don't know. The... Well, it, I haven't seen it, but like, what did Joe Rogan actually say? Just like the vaccines don't work or something? Or is he? Um, well, rewind back. He, um, he had one of the leaders in making uh, the vaccine on his podcast. Oh, that's, cup- that's, that's dangerous, isn't it? A couple of times, and he was trying to explain how vaccines, uh, you know, work and, like, how it can determine if it has, like, you know, like, a percentage success rate or percentage effectiveness, you know, like, and it was very very genuine. To me, it it seemed very genuine. It was very interesting. And it had a lot of people that, um, you know, would say, like, don't worry about all this, you know? And then... Uh, this is like middle of 2020, right? And then, you know, the next guest would be like one of his mates who was like, you know, so, some utter twat, you know? Like, I mean, I'm I'm not... If you don't want to get like the vaccine and all that, like that, you know, like people know what comes with that, you know? And like, I don't, I don't want to force people into that because that's the wrong way as well, isn't it? That's too far. But the people who kind of go like, oh, I'm worried by the response. People are stupid and calling people like sheeple and all that, right? These are the wet rabbits. And then all of a sudden, by the end of 2020, the conclusion, somebody asked him like, are you going to get the vaccine? And Joe Rogan, he just eventually just went, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then it it kind of, it sort of just um, took a downward spiral from there. And I think people were like, look, you've had all these smart people on telling you everything you need to know about how vaccines work and the scepticism in society and stuff like that. And then your conclusion was to listen to your friends, like almost like, oh, it's kind of no hope. Maybe changing your mind. But again, he's not a company or a news station. He's a person and that's his opinion and he's entitled to it. But the aftermath of that is that he has such a wide audience that it does. I'm sure it has had an effect on the vaccine rollout in America. I'm sure yeah, it has. It will do. Uh, it, but it's, it, it's one of them, isn't it? Well, I, I've Quite. met I've met people in Britain that I know it has, it's had an effect on them that don't want to get it, you know. So, mm. yeah. I'd, so it's it's it spiraled from there and there, and then the more and more it went on, um, and more COVID talk. Not because I think it's a strong opinion; it's just because like that's what's going on a lot at the moment, and. Um, I think just somebody finally had enough, you know, Neil Young. And yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, it's fine for him to do that. Just, mm-hmm. just, just don't make a whole thing about going on Amazon. Taking know? the high ground, taking the <laughs> yeah. high ground on Amazon Music. Yeah, that that's that's the bit that annoys me. Yeah, more than anything, because it is his. And then again, having said that, art belongs to the people once you've released it. So, um, oh, we'll but but, but it's it's not like it doesn't exist. You can still like. Mm-hmm. You know, God, if you really want to, you can subscribe to Amazon Music instead of... You know, like, you, you, you've you subscribed to one, don't you? Like, Deezer or fucking YouTube Music, anything. Yeah, but, the, but the, the, the good thing about Spotify... And, you know, you, you can argue a lot of bad to do with the music industry in general, but the good thing about Spotify is it is kind of... It is independent. It's not independently owned. But, you know, it, it's not part of the big conglomerates. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Like Apple Music, for instance, or mm-hmm. Amazon Music. So it's good to have... It's good to have these actors in place, and um, same with uh, same with Netflix. 
Netflix isn't owned by any, you know, everything apart from Netflix is owned by like Time Warner or Disney. Yeah, yeah. You know, Universal or whatever. Yeah, so it, it's good to have these types of services which are independent from everything else. Yeah. And that's why Spotify is a good thing in that sense. It doesn't make it perfect, you know. No, but it's, no. You, you need these types of platforms. Mm-hmm. Um. Or else it'll just be everything's just Disney and Amazon and Facebook and that, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, So it, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember how that quite leads on to billionaires, but um, maybe just like the agenda, because the same thing happened with YouTube a few years back, didn't they? Like, and, um, you know, the adpocalypse and all that, Mm. I'm sure you've heard about. Yeah. PewDiePie in particular was really targeted through all that because mm. he was the biggest, you know, and yeah. um, it changed YouTube. And we actually, if you th- if you think back to it, we lost YouTube, you know, like we kind of lost the war for like um, even the Internet. It, it was like it was a thing for like independent, you know, a lot of independent people and like independent creativity to like kind of come through. And it was it sort of and then all of a sudden we all watched like Will Smith well, it's, and yeah well it's it, it, the same happened with um, Las Vegas mm-hmm. so back in the back in what they say is the golden era yeah. the 50s and 60s and so forth you know Frank Sinatra and all like that it was it was a bit of a wild west ran by the mafia yeah and um you know but there was a certain, you know for, I'm not saying any of this is good or bad but it you know the, they would always make a thing of like oh, it's it was a better time for because there was a bit more of a charm to it. There's a bit more. It felt personable, and even though there was a lot of bad stuff going on and stuff like that, it felt quite independent and its own thing. And then obviously the corporations eventually took it over. Yeah. And it's become a bit stale. But there's less crime, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of them that there's pros and cons to both of them. Because because YouTube is is a lot more friendly. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, the, 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 there's there's massive quotations, you know, there's mass asterisks in that, but um, mm-hmm. it's a lot, it's a lot of a clean, it's a cleaner platform, I'd say. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it's far, far less than a- it used to be, but then it, it's it's lost its magic a little bit. Mhm. Mhm. But the there's, pe- there's no Frank Sinatra on there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the people, you know, people move on, and TikTok's thriving and. But it'll 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 happen. There'll be there'll be one ad on it eventually, and then it'll that'll be the downfall. And then well, we're all, we're all gonna die anyways, so it's all right. So anyways, what, how would you um how would you um would you carry on with the night manager? You know what? I was thinking it would be I'd have it on in the background if I needed to do other work. Nice. Genuinely, yeah. and I'd, I'd I um just to potter in a pin it pottering out of it and kind of go like, oh, that's happening. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't sit down and put my full attention on it. Uh, it's not worth totally avoiding, despite everything we've said, despite how little we can say about it. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about you? Uh, probably not. But it, it's there's nothing bad with it. Mm. It's 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 perfectly it's serviceable, and it's it's enjoy it's enjoyable. 
Yeah. It's not bad or good or great, I'd say. It's like, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I purposely didn't... The reason I can't say the names of any of the characters is because I really wanted to surprise myself on IMDb. Mm. Do you know what the IMDb ratings are at all? I do with the, with the show itself. Can I have a guess? Yeah, go for it. Uh, eight. Eight point one. Fair, close. Fair. Um, what do you think the first episode is? I don't think it should be. In, I think it should be in the sevens because I've said like high seven, but yeah. Uh, the first episode. I've got a weird suspicion it's one of the best ones, and it's probably. Eight point four. Um, eight. Oh, okay. It, it's it's actually the lowest one in the season. Wow, fair, fair enough. Maybe the BBC just don't know how to do pilots, man. You know. Hmm. Hmm. Because that line of duty thing, my god. I I I feel that was a bit a bit misleading though, because we watched that because everyone was saying it was the greatest thing <laughs> since sliced bread. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people say, "Oh, yeah, yeah," but it, it gets good, and I'm just like, I, I, it was that disappointing that I just do not even care to carry on with this. Yeah, for the sake of this, you know, this reward that might even come. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently it ends shy anyway. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, at least this is like a mini series as well. It is. It is. Yeah. Wait, is this the first mini series we've done? Hmm. Tales yeah. of the Loop is it's not technically. Oh, is it? No, no, know. it was it no. was the, the just didn't get greenlit for season two. Ah, right, okay, got you. Um so I think it is, you know. I think it is. The sad know. thing is miniseries is probably where you're gonna get your best TV in. It's like it's the perfect middle ground between TV and film. Mm. Well it, it you know, you can't milk it and it's you know, it, it is what it needs to be. We have to remember this this uh you know like uh june the oh my god i'm going to publicly embarrass myself when was d day june the 6th 1944 i think so yeah. yeah uh that is also the diamond jubilee this year uh we need yeah. we need to do band of brothers man okay oh wait but then the crown surely jubilee fuck <sighs> one of the two we'll do we'll, we'll do one of the two Around then, but uh, Band of Brothers, in my opinion, is the best mini series out there. You've never seen it. You never fancied it. Haven't. No. Uh, I mean, the highest rated is Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh, I mean, fantastic. Funny, funny enough, I never carried on with it. What was Chernobyl? I think I watched four episodes. You're joking. You didn't finish it. No. Wow. I did like it though. I loved it. Yeah. I just for some reason just never got around to finishing it. Well, I'm surprised. I'm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, wow, very good, very good. Um, but and then, and then, and the Queen's Gambit binged that in one go. So so well, see, I haven't seen that no. at all. So yeah, need there's, a lot, there's a lot of mini series to get through. Uh, maybe yeah, we, maybe, maybe we should do more. I'm kind of it's a shame this was our first one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're usually really good anyway. Mini series. <laughs> But it, yeah, no, it's it's okay. I don't think it deserves to be that high. But then it's probably not for our demographic, you know. Maybe um, it's not for us. 
I don't think. Maybe that's maybe maybe we were too stupid to realize that he was uh, wasn't an MI five agent. Maybe maybe we need to learn. Maybe, maybe we need to learn to, to to not have high expectations of things. Maybe we will appreciate that in a decade. Maybe we'll appreciate it more in a decade's time. Who knows? Maybe when we've when we've gotten a bit a bit you know, a lot older, mm. and you know. I'm not going to rip into it anymore. Anyways, um, where, where, where can you where can you find us, David? Uh, we are on Instagram at Don't Blame the Pilot, all one word. We are on TikTok, Twitter, and our subreddit is DBTP Podcast. And we've got an email, but just just nah, come on, yeah. Again, we'll just get in touch on anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to bother telling you anymore. <laughs> Just um, check out the subreddit. It's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm on a. We'll both we'll both go on it. We'll both comment on it. I don't think you know my my um, my Reddit username, so you don't even know that. I, you won't even know it's me that's commented on things. No, probably not. Might just leave it one day. Might read out my comment on here. Yeah. See what happens. And I'll be like, "What a dickhead that guy is." I'll be like, mm. "Yeah." And, and, pe- and people assume that we're just commenting on ourselves, so we have something to read out. <laughs> maybe, maybe all, maybe we created the subreddit, and, and and that person who made it, who gives all the lovely comments, was just us all along. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, don't fret about uh, billionaires. I'm sure they're all really sad. I'm sure they have the best, your best interests at heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, you- I- <laughs> What 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 are we what are we doing next week? Should we do another poll or something? Is is anything new coming out? Uh, yeah, there's some things I fancy actually. Okay, but should we just leave it as a surprise? Yeah, I might do a poll. Lavagander, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, keep on rocking in the free world. Have a great week. Cool. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. That was a new long joke, Baden, by the way. Oh, was it?